Dale from the outside to Liberatore. Had a passage to go forward. Equal numbers. Eagle Hagen causing concern at the back. Norton worries in the air and on the ground. They scramble and scramble well. The Blues' defence stays in. Norton sees the moment. Scott, another! Suddenly he steps into the satellite spotlight. Anthony Scott. Welcome to the midweek edition of the One-Eyed Dog podcast. We're a little bit late this week. We did have Mother's Day on Sunday, so we weren't able to record as we flagged to listeners last week and, of course, on socials. Big Jim, he didn't get that message. He's not following us on socials. He is a dedicated listener, but he sent a message to Smitty and me yesterday saying, have you boys forgotten something? And we didn't forget, did we, Smitty? Did we, Dave? We just haven't had a chance to get to it until now, 8.31 p.m. on Tuesday night. Welcome aboard, boys. Oh, no. He's going back through your notes. What do you got? Just go through. Just... Is there a holding the what's the, what's the rule for holding the ball? I can't quite see. Oh, is that getting paid anymore? Holding the ball well, isn't, doesn't does it have a depend on what colour your jumper is? Does it got that on? Apparently there? it or does. If, or what? if your name's Patrick Cripps. Hello, guy, Dave, <laughs> listeners. It's good to be here. As guy said, we are here in the midweek edition. We just jumped online and said, "What what are we going to talk about?" There's so much to talk about in a good way from Friday night, Saturday night. Sorry. But that feels like a very distant memory on a Tuesday so night. So long ago. We're yeah. recording. But what a great victory. Let's be honest, there were a few tense and a few nervous moments mm. there. I'm not sure what was happening in your household. I couldn't get to the game. had a few family issues. So was watching it at home. And, uh, yeah, there were a few tense moments. But more importantly, the response was terrific. When the chips were down... And every Bulldog supporter probably thought it wasn't going their way. We responded well. Dave, what was happening over the border there in South Australia when you were watching the footy? Well, guys, Smitty, listeners, it's great to be here. It's, uh, as you said, it's uh, Tuesday night, late on a Tuesday night too. So um, it's been a long time since the game. But before I get into the analytical side of the game, is is that a word? Um, yeah, it, it is a word, but not for this podcast. Yeah, we've <laughs> the first so, time it's been mentioned here. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's getting late. Um, before I get into that, just a uh, big congratulations to me for making it four in a row. Very committed. <laughs> I think you got to be. Um, you, you're not going to give me any credit, so I got to give myself well, credit. No, um, <laughs> no, I think we've really established that you don't get credit just for showing up, but well done but, uh, you for being here. The good thing is, even if some listeners, we, mm. we always talk about our social media, even if some yeah. listeners give him some credit, I'm not even going to bring it up anymore. No, nah, no. Nah, so you can say it. what you want about Dave. You can send yeah. nice messages on Twitter or Instagram. Yeah. We're not talking about it. Yeah, it just fires well, up. Anyway, just just four, I'm, I'm, I'm four in a row, um, and I, I think it's, um, it's, it's, it's in correlation with the dogs winning. I think we're, what now, um, we're six from seven. Yeah, six. Yeah. Are we seven, four? Yeah. Are we four in a row as well? Uh yeah, we, yeah, I think so. So I think there's something. No, we dropped. We dropped Port in the wet in Adelaide. Did we beat? So we three in a row. Three in a row. Frio Giants. Uh, no, it is Carlton, four in a row. Um, so Hawks is in there. Hawthorne, yeah, Hawthorne, 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 Frio, Hawthorne, Carlton Giants. Isn't that four? Yeah. Was there someone? Yep. <laughs> just the reading listening. We just, just, we just. <laughs> <say this. laughs> 
<laughs> you know what we said? It's getting late. It's already Tuesday well, night. We're not going to have time for editing. Guy, you might have to get rid of that. Yeah. <laughs> but the fact the fact that we're trying to remember who we've played over the last month and I can barely even remember Saturday's game is probably being a bit ambitious. Let's just try to stick to Saturday's game before right, we no, go. No, hang on. We didn't play Hawthorne. We haven't played four in a row. It is four in a row. We played Hawthorne. Remember Dave we said they were a top quality side? Oh, yes. Sorry. Yes. Wait. Boys, going since, well. we, since we lost to Port, we've beaten Frio, Hawthorne, Giants, and Carlton. There's the four there in a row. There you go. Four, four in a row for the dogs. I've made four, four in a row. row. Get rid of that bit. And four shows. So. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not staying up all night to cut out you, blokes. That's for sure. <laughs> anyway, back to back to the game. Um, right. Smitty, Smitty you're there right. You and this, is, this is now two weeks in a row. We did it against the Giants where we gave the other team a bit of a mm. bit of an opening. And um, Carlton, mm. I think, kicked six in a row. Yeah, well, it's I was, a bit more, I was, bit more than a bit of an opening. The, yeah. the gates were wide open, weren't they? Did they get but in front? Didn't they get they in did. front? They did. They yeah, twice. Up. Twice. Mm. Yeah. yeah. But to our credit, we, we held them off and kicked the last couple of goals. So did it last week as well. So that uh, shows we can withhold it. And I believe it yeah, was Norts again, wasn't it? Norts was instrumental in turning it around in that last mm. quarter. Yeah, there was so much to like about the game. There was an even spread of so many contributors. I mean, JJ off halfback. I mean, he is oh, back he was to his isn't he back Norm to his best Smith? Oh, for, absolutely, yeah. he is brilliant. He's he's a live wire. But just all our smalls were like uh, Tony Scott was obviously good. Um, our our Artie Jones, the Artie mm. Party, back mm. in business. Cody played an influential role in the last quarter when the chips were down. There was just there was a great even spread of a lot of players who were, who had a role. Are you are you mates with Anthony Scott? Is that what you're calling him, Tony? Yeah. I've never heard <laughs> anyone call him Tony Scott. <laughs> Tony. What is he talking about? <laughs> well, you sometimes you know when you have you ever done this when you've walked up to a player and you go, "Oh, g'day, mate," because you think you know them. Because yeah, you've, yeah, you've been yeah. watching them from a long time yeah, and yeah, you really yeah. admire them. And then he goes, well, how many, oh, how many people and then you go, think, oh, yeah, we're not friends, are we? Sorry. Well, how I many, just think how many, I know you. How many people do you reckon go up to the bond and say, hello, Marcus, how are you? None. <laughs> I reckon half of them wouldn't know his first name. They just call him Bont. G'day, Bont. Or Bont. Yes. Bont. Or Bont. Bont. Well, actually, on that, Dave, you've got mm-hmm. a friend, I believe, in commentator Anthony Hudson, who believes oh, that Caleb Daniel is Caleb Daniels and has Daniels. been calling him Daniels for a long time. And it made me think of you, Dave, you go for Bonds. He goes for Daniels. I don't know about this. Is there something he's got a bit of Bendigo in him too, doesn't he, Dave? You've got a Bendigo connection. Is it a Bendigo thing? Hutto is a Bendigo boy, but no, I don't know. Yeah. If it, I don't know what it is, but it's just, um, yeah. Put the S on the end. Hang on. Hutto. Hutto. Was he commentating on Saturday night? Because if oh, he was, like, he's I was just dragging through the mud. He's not a Bendigo boy. He's a Carlton boy. Those commentators on Saturday night, there was only one team out there. They were willing, Carlton, to – I mean, we were well in control of the tempo of the game and we had a lot of the ball, but when you looked up on that little square in the corner of your TV and we're only 14 points up, you're feeling good because you're playing well. And you think, well, in today's footy, the opposition always comes back. They And they kick Mm. quick goals. So – while I felt good about our effort and intensity, I just knew it wasn't going to go our way. And we were finding it hard to score too, obviously. So yes. you can have as much as the ball of you as you want. If you're not hitting on the scoreboard, then there's no pressure against your opposition. And they always know they're in it. So I was worried about them coming. And then when they did, 
the uh, commentators got fairly excited. Oh, and you're I, right. And they were t- it was all night. It was all about, oh, Carlton, you know, they've got so much to prove. And, oh, here they come. And, you know, they're not going to back down. And they won't give up and blah, blah, all this sort of stuff. And about their superstars and who oh. were not starring at all, if you don't mind. And no. uh, player rankings at the moment, uh, Marcus Bontembele, number one, and t- uh, Tom Liberatore, number two, in the league. And I think English... I think he's, he's either in the top 10 or in the top 30 or something along those lines. I mean, we are just absolutely smashing it. But each week you think you were watching, you know, some VFA seconds game, the way the commentators are carrying on. I, I don't know what it is to me. I don't know what's going on this year, but it does feel like, and I know we talk about us being biased, but it does feel like they're trying to generate some energy around the other teams getting up and beating the dogs. Well, mm. I think, I think I think you've been a bit harsh on the commentators here. I, I don't think it's so much um, being harsh on us. I think it's the fact that they're trying to make something out of nothing. And so the first half of the season, Carlton's had a lot of Friday night, mm. Saturday night blockbusters, and they haven't performed. Whereas if you notice, the new draws coming out this Thursday, Carlton's been taken off the, 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 the good time slot. Uh, Collingwood's getting a lot of good time slots. We're hopefully going to get a few. Um, and I think the commentators are just trying to, get the games over the line and get some ratings up and make it a little bit more exciting. So I don't think it's so much that they're against us. They're just trying to make a good game out of nothing, so to speak. So what you're saying is, Dave, they're doing their job. <laughs> We're criticising them for doing their job. Basically, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we will continue to do so. <laughs> uh, there is absolutely no doubt they are paid to keep people listening or viewing or both. So yep. whether you're on the radio or you're on TV – you are literally, they are trying to make it out that it's a close game or a competitive game to keep people watching. Now, mm. there are certain teams and certain times where that is not happening, and it's a little bit obvious, but it did just feel like it was all about Carlton and their resurgence and how they wanted them to play well. I mean, we controlled so much of that game. It was so good. Big shout-out to our defenders. Our oh, defence, yes. I mean, now to have Jones, Keithy and Gardner, in those positions, it just feels like that's a good structure. It really is. And um, I've got I've got a stat here to talk about. Yeah, what's wow? This is, a, this is the first. Here we go. Here we go. So uh, let's get rid of the first two weeks. I think we can all agree the losses to Melbourne and St Kilda was just a little bit of a blip on the radar. So we'll get rid of those. We've held held our opponents to 53, 84, 70, 69, 65, 71, and. 59. Mm. So we are not getting big scores kicks against us, and obviously we're winning as well. Um, last time we played Carlton, the uh, the snap specialists of Mackay and Kurnow kicked nine goals. Yes. Well, they had no influence at all yep. on Saturday night. Yep, absolutely right. So okay. our defence has improved out of sight. I think it's that good structure, but I just think it's the midfield pressure and JJ back to good form. I mean, Teddy Richards. I mean, what a season. Oh, what said, a season I, he's having. Have I said that he's going to be all Australian? Have I already said that? Because I'm saying it now. If I haven't said it yet, I'm saying it now. I reckon he's going to make the all Australian team. Oh, he God. is unbelievable. His hands, his leaping, his foot skills, just brilliant. And here's another one. I call him Teddy. His name's actually Ed. So I'm going with the Tony and the Teddy. <laughs> all your mates. All your yeah, mates. All my mates <laughs> and what about Oscar Baker? Hasn't he just slotted in and he's absolutely playing his role? Not just that. He's, he's really having a, an influence out there, really dominating. 
Absolutely. There was that one moment when he got tackled, and I wasn't a big fan of Oscar Baker at that very moment. But (laughs) the way, and maybe his teammates weren't talking to him and telling him to get rid of it, and he was hot. But he's just quick with the footy, isn't he? He gets it, he takes Mm. off, he's Mm. explosive. It, It feels like, or it looks like, he loves the contested footy as well. So he likes a bit of contact and likes a bit yeah. of rough and tumble. And we know that. But he's explosive down the wing and um, yeah, and delivers the footy genuinely really well. What about the um, the masterstroke of Luke Beveridge? Which one? How many? Well, well, he he, he never never ceases to amaze us. Um, James O'Donnell. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Son, that's a great son, call. We can't talk of, about this game without talking about him. Son of Simon. Like I didn't even know he was at our club. Didn't know anything about him. He's what within well, three he, months. He, he's, six weeks he ago, he wasn't. He only got well, that, recruited six weeks ago. That's what I mean. And and all of a sudden, he's he's out there playing. But um, what was what I was fascinated was that it, it allowed Lob to go up the ground, freed Lob up. Lob ended up kicking a couple of goals, played a really good game, probably the best game he's played for us so far. And um and just having that extra tall down there in in the forward line, it just I don't know. It just I just felt there was that freedom for Lob to go go up. And um yeah, I just thought it was a great move by Beveridge. Well, it's interesting. There's no doubt Bevo likes talls. We've got so many talls, and James O'Donnell is, you know, well, he's much taller than his dad, Simon, and he was a tall, tall fellow himself. So he likes the talls. He's mobile. And you're right. Bevo does like doing things a bit different and bringing in players like him. My only concern, and we are the positive podcast. Well, here we go. How well, does that, for those players that are playing pretty good footy in the twos? Yeah. And there's a lot of them that have played senior footy before. Yeah. Just got to make sure we keep that balance right and keep those guys engaged and um, not feeling left out. I'm sure they're not because the way that Simon spoke, and I'm not sure if you've mm. seen the jumper presentation that Simon O'Donnell, his dad, did for him when he gave him his jumper. He's just, I mean, he got emotional and he was talking about how welcoming the club has made him and his wife and his family. And what I thought was great with that presentation, for an athlete who has represented Australia, nothing about him understanding what it might be like on the big stage or being a professional athlete was all about how the club had welcomed James, and James was feeling very privileged to be a part of this club and team. So I thought that was fantastic. Now, who have we got coming up? No, Adelaide Adelaide. the Rat. Oh, love a trip to the rat. Anyone got some, it's been a pretty good happy hunting ground for us, hasn't it? The rat? Oh, yes and no. Well, no, no, not not last year against the Crows. Last year, no, wasn't. Oh, out of all the games we've played there. Yeah, we've done well. Yeah, We're, we're in front. Done, yeah, 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 we're yeah, in front. Yeah. But you're right. Yeah. Last year against the Crows was disappointing. Now, those, eyes, some, um, those eyes have lit up here. What, what yeah, have well, you got? No. He's ready. Well, He's ready. Well, you, you know I live in kind of enemy territory. It's a... It's a little bit more neutral down here than up in Adelaide, but there's still we still get the Adelaide news, the Adelaide papers, and there are a lot of Adelaide Crow supporters. And um, I was watching the news tonight, and and the Crows, uh, you know, they've had a couple of good wins so far. Well, that's what they think, but they are they are up and about. Um, Darcy Fogarty was on the news tonight saying um, that he thinks the Crows can win the premiership. Who's Darcy Fogarty when he's at home? <laughs> <laughs> Who is he? Does he play for the Crows? Plays for Adelaide. Oh, okay. He thinks they can. Yeah. Well, yeah, I suppose. But, yeah. But but what what player comes out in in what round nine? We're round nine, are we? Yeah, thereabouts. Yeah. What 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 player comes out in round nine and announces that they're going to win the premiership after they beat St Kilda and they're sitting eighth? Hasn't he done the media training? Hasn't he done? Oh, what, who did? Who the? You know, we're just taking it one week at a time. 
you know, the boys. No, we're obviously, no. you know, we're excited about the win, but you know, we're going to get together and watch the tape and see where we can improve. No, no get to the ahead of ourselves. We can win that premiership. I, I don't, I don't I do think that it's over refreshing. Here. I actually quite like it. You like even, it? I like it even more so when we beat them this weekend. Yeah, and then we true. play it. We'll get that yeah. audio after a win and we'll play it. Yeah. Now I don't, I don't want to rain on your parade, Dave. But was that your big announcement? Because that was. Well, good. the big announcement is that they're, they're, they're up and about over here and they reckon they're going to beat us and they reckon they're going to win the premiership. <laughs> oh, hey, is, is that it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, what else that was my big scoop. I, I, thought, scoop. I, thought, I thought you were going to announce that you're going to Ballarat. You're going to be at the game. No, I've got a function organised here on Saturday, so I'll be preoccupied. So, so basically, your big announcement was that you read the front page of the advertiser. No, I watched the, the uh, Channel 7 Adelaide News tonight. Oh, well... You heard any first listeners, even though that's why be... we're waiting on a Tuesday because that's and the big <laughs> news comes out on the news on a Tuesday night. And, and, uh, and, and do days out for the crows. Well, mate, if we did, didn't know Fogarty, we don't know who do day is. I genuinely thought a song my kids would sing at kindergarten. <laughs> that sounds like, that actually sounds like a loony. A Looney Tunes cartoon. We've got Darcy, yeah. Fogarty, and Duday running around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, when we jumped on, Dave actually said to us, oh, I've got some big news about Ballarat and, you know, the yeah. crows. And we said, let's save it so you can get our natural reaction yeah. live while we're recording. And yeah. our reactions were silence because we had our mouths open looking at each other on teams going, is that actually his announcement? Is that what he's come on to tell us? Silence followed by extreme disappointment. But maybe maybe I should just start off this one. Four in a row wasn't quite the four in a row I was hoping for. No, that's fine. Just don't talk up stuff like I watched a news article because I think the listeners are probably expecting something more. And I'm just going to quote it, and that's it. <laughs> Do we know... And we got it. Can you? What? When is the game? Is it Saturday afternoon? Saturday is one, afternoon. one o'clock or something, isn't it? Yeah, I've got. Okay. I don't know the time, but I've got tickets, and I'll be heading down the highway. I was about to say, Smitty, you you tend to get down there, so you're going. Got tickets, yeah, all organised. That's going to be a big crowd, and I what do a... have some exciting news actually. For Here Ballarat. we go. Yeah, we have got a Ballarat correspondent lined up. Oh, oh my goodness. goodness! We have got a mother and son who live in Ballarat. Oh. big doggy supporters. And they reached out to us and they said, are you looking for a Ballarat correspondent? We would love to take on that opportunity. So looking forward to Kate and Freddie sending in their thoughts, their recollections of the game this Saturday. I've got to say, I'm a little bit nervous because Kate and Freddie sound well organised. They sound like they know what they're doing. Are they going to make us sound bad? With their report, on the game. <laughs> is there a risk that the listeners will say, "Get rid of those three mugs and just keep Kate and Freddie"? That could be a risk. It's like when you're, you know, on a TV show or a radio show where someone sort of has a a spot, you know, a little segment oh, or a dolly, yeah. and then they end yeah. up hosting the show. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, they're much better than these blokes. That's right. So, Smitty, uh, very true. So, yes, Smitty. Kate and Fred, looking forward to having your thoughts on the game from this Saturday. Yes, Dave. So Smitty, Kate, and Fred, um, make yes. sure you rug up. Well, I'm sure they will because they're locals, but uh, yep. the forecast is for 11 degrees and rain. Oh, and 11 degrees in Ballarat, and I, I've never understood what this means when it says temperature is 11 degrees, feels, feels like, like two. Feels like, like mm. If it feels like two, isn't it two? Like yeah, if I'm feeling it like it's two, how is it not two <laughs> if I feel like it's two? Like, Very isn't it two? Point. 
That's a very good point. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. Why does 11 degrees feel like two if it's not two degrees? It's an excellent question. Listeners, if there's any meteorologists listening in, we'd love to know, know why that works. Now, what I'm going to be And also, if it's not two, just tell me it's yeah. 11. And then I'll tell myself it's 11 and I'm not that cold. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, because, well, this is this, this is Dave's favorite. Yeah. Is Dave loves the feels like. Yeah. So it's 11. The yes. feels like, like gets excited about it and it feels like two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're right, though. Just, is yeah, it but, two or is it 11? It, it, it comes down to wind chill. It comes down to humidity. A lot of factors coming into this, boys. We won't go into that now. Yeah, but don't they all oh, contribute to... to the overall temperature? Yeah. No. If I'm standing there in the outer yeah. at Mars Stadium, what is the temperature that I'm feeling? Not, yeah. not what it is and what it feels like. What's the temperature? I mean, yeah. we know it's going to be 11 and cold, so it's going to be cold and wet. But what is it going to be? We'll leave that to Kate and Freddie to give yeah, us Dave, the Ballarat Dave gave us local. just the, the vacant stare then. I thought you were going to answer that one, Dave. No, well, neither of you wanted to listen to me. It's about wind chill factors. <laughs> <laughs> we're going, of course. It's about wind chill factors. All right. Um, donuts. I want to hear about the donuts in Ballarat because Ooh, when it feels yep. like two, whether it's 11 or whether it's two, you need a hot jam donut. So I'm looking forward to that report coming in from Ballarat. Smitty, are you going up with the fam? We are, yes. We're heading up the highway. Yeah. Uh, the I think, yeah, the whole family, all the kids. We we are good friends with an Adelaide Crows family. Oh, we no. uh, we're not travelling in the same car, but we yeah, will be idea. standing yeah. together in the outer. Oh, okay. For some for some period, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. So Sharpie, looking forward to having you there at the footy. Uh, Sharpie, a crow. Last... He's a crow. Yeah, yeah. Sharpie, oh, our great design, our great yeah. friend of the podcast, oh, who yes. designs our logos, and he's done a great job with all that. Uh, he is an Adelaide crow. Well, you boys okay. want to let off, let go, um, ease up on South Australians then. Why would Why? we? Because the Sharpie. Sharpie's one. I'm one. So, you know, pull your well, edge you, in a bit. Well, you got to hang out with Sharpie then. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you and Sharpie. You can... our own podcast. <laughs> you, can go and, you can go and talk about Duday and Darcy Fogarty all day long. <laughs> talk about the great state. Now, Smee, a couple of weeks yes. ago, we talked about the music men. We talked about songs. And I believe we've had a listener contribution, haven't we? We have. We've actually had a song sent in. So this is very exciting. Friend of the podcast, Gav, Gav. has obviously heard us talking about that we're wanting to work towards a Music Men Bulldogs version. Mm. I can run down the way and I can play. I can play. So we're working on that behind the scenes here. But he has gone and written his own version of one of the classics, the Hanson Mbop. Oh, what a he song. He has written a version of Mbont. Oh, oh, we have to hear it. Let's hear yeah, it. It's a this work is... in progress. It is okay. only, right. a, it's only a quick snippet, All right. but it is fantastic. Well, why don't we play the snippet and then we'll throw to the listeners to see if they've got some additional lyrics to the Hanson classic Mbop. Here it is. It's Gav Mbont. This one's called Mbont. One, two, three, four. Mbont, Jamara Norts and our love. Live it out there too, but we gotta play Buku. <laughs> <laughs> We've gotta oh, play Buku. Oh, I love it. Plenty to work with there too. I was actually, when I did hear it, I was trying to remember the lyrics to Mbop and uh, not 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 necessarily easy lyrics to remember, but there is a line in there about, can you tell me 
which flower is going to grow? Can you tell me, you know, all this sort of stuff. Is it a daisy or a rose? I thought, how are we going to work the bond into that little refrain and chorus? So listeners, at Western Bulldogs Podcast on Instagram, at West Bulldogs Pod on Twitter. What's the next line? Because we're going to get, because Gav, he, he's got a little bit of talent there. I think we can get Gav oh, to record the next line, the next chorus, whatever it might be. Let's get some lyrics in and we'll get Gav to record a whole Mbont song. I think this is very doable. Smitty. Listen to Mbont. Oh, hang on. Oh, yep. Um, great, great effort there of Gav. I'm very impressed. Um, yep. But I'm a little bit horrified that Guy knows every lyric to the original Mbop song. He got a plan. I'm not too sure about the song, <laughs> but there's something and it goes exactly like this. Like this. <laughs> Actually, I do know every word. <laughs> I do know every single word. That has had a lot of airplay over the years <laughs> on my, uh, well, Walkman probably, a Discman originally, and uh, now fine so let's get gav back on because gav's that's that's mm. fantastic stuff from gav gav thank you for sending it in we're going to continue that song boys um smitty you said a lot of background work happening with the music men uh version uh can you fill us in on a bit of detail on what that background work is <laughs> yep speaking of music we had another listener also send something to us our good friend chubbs another friend of the podcast he has said, yes, I am deflecting from your question. Yeah, okay, there hasn't yeah, been a I'm great like, deal yeah, okay. work, All right. work done uh, in the background there. Now, he has sent in uh, Eddie Murphy's party all the time. Now, I don't know if this is Eddie Murphy, the comedian, had put out a song. It's from yeah. the 80s 100% hits. Do you know Eddie Murphy's song Party Dave's All the Time? Nodding. Yeah, You're yeah, nodding, he Dave. did. He did release a song that's really yeah. bad. Yeah, well, oh, apparently oh, that. Funny that, yeah. Yeah, who would have thought? So he has um, the lyrics here, and he thinks it should be changed to, and we'll play a little snippet of this song, but he wants the lyrics changed to, I hope Bev names Artie all the time, Artie all the time, Artie all the time. So let's just play that, and let's see how that will fit in to the classic from Eddie Murphy, Party All the Time. So I don't mind. I don't, I don't mind saying that I've never heard that song before. Well, that's already a better version, Smitty. Uh, I've <laughs> never heard that before. I reckon there's I've about never heard of it either. Seven billion other people on the planet have never heard it, except apparently for Dave, who knew exactly what you were talking about. So, Dave and Chubbs. Dave and Chubbs Dave can and hang Chubbs. out and play Eddie back to back. And it's just the same song over and over because I don't think there was a B side to party all the time, was there? Party so, all, the time. all right. Yeah, well, we do hope that Bev picks Artie all the time because coming back to Artie, he oh, is just providing wow. such excitement out there. He's really – he's taking a, a bit of pressure off Cody as well, I think, in terms yep. of that electricity and that darting around the packs. And like we said before, he doesn't get everything right, and that's okay. And, you know, neither does Cody. Cody doesn't get the ball every time he goes near it, but he's going near it all the time. So that's part of the – you know, what they bring to that uh, that forward structure. Arnie's played seven games of footy only. Yeah, it's amazing. unbelievable. And yeah. I hope, and it happens sometimes when players burst on the scene and all the mm. media and all the hype and 
of course, then everyone expects them to deliver that level every week, and we, we're not expecting that. So, but he has just been incredible. So, it's I love the energy. And you mentioned Cody, their guy. It does take some pressure off Cody, and then some of the media pressure came on him for not being as influential. Mm, but that's mm, what a great yeah. team does. A great yep. team is not the the same blogs doing the, doing that every single week. I mean, but then Cody's last quarter, he had a hand in a, some really vital contested footy and got the ball back on our terms when we needed it. So I, I just think we've got the balance right and they've got blokes who can step in and take those roles on. I felt for Artie on Saturday night. He kicked a great snap goal and he turned to the crowd, went to swing his arms around and went, oh, it's all Carlton supporters. Oh, even <laughs> better. Let even more reason to swing your <laughs> yeah, arms around. Know. Do you reckon if you put Aaron Norton in front of the goals mm. and said to him, a thousand bucks noughts if you kick this ball straight into the post. Oh. Do you reckon he do it? Or do you reckon oh. he only hits the post when he's trying to kick a goal? It's harder to hit the post than it is oh. to kick it through the goals. How many posts did he hit? Now, without being flipping, he probably goes, Oh, only a thousand. Yeah. <laughs> Make it a hundred thousand. Two posts on Saturday night. Yeah. Two posts. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And it genuinely. So what, are you, what, are you, what are your thoughts are? Your thoughts are well. I, if you I actually, call it out like like a super goal. Yeah. No. Well, I reckon you know in in America you, when you mm. play pool, you actually have to nominate which ball you're going to sink, and if you don't, it doesn't count, or you know you you get thrown out of the pub or whatever, right? So you've got to say, <laughs> you know, pretty You either sink the ball or you get thrown out of the pub. You miss it two bounces, pick you up on the shoulders and just walk you out. You're allowed, you're allowed to miss. <laughs> but you've got, if you wanted to go in and, and want to count, you've got to say seven ball and you've got to name the pocket, right corner pocket. pocket yes. Right? Mm. I reckon if Nortz goes right post and he hits it, that's 12 points. 12 because points. that's twice as hard. Is it his to kick a goal? Yeah. And if he misses, you, you just get a point whether it's a goal or not. So if you call yeah. the yep. left post aiming it and then you it goes through the goals but doesn't hit the post, it's only one point. Only so one you point. sacrifice no, the, actually, no, the six it's pointer. Nothing. It's nothing. It's all or nothing. Nothing? Oh. Yeah, you got to go. No, you're in, you're kicked it's off the ground out of the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't shank it and you know hit the other post. That doesn't count either. Speaking of shanking... I've told my kids, you never cheer when opposition make a mistake. You be humble about it because it's going to come back to bite you in the bum and be, but just when they spray those, oh. you go, oh, just a little little internal, you guilty. But how many of them? There was at least two or three who tried it that. It was like they practiced that at training. Yeah, instead of doing a drop up. punt and not a hard drop punt, like not that far no. out in no. front of goal, I thought I'll do the do the old round the corner. <laughs> round the corner. up in the air. That's extraordinary. <laughs> I said the rules. It was a lot of fun to watch. So It was really good. All right. Well, Dave's just picked up his bag and muted his microphone. So I think it's uh, he's, that's, a, that's a, a fairly... He also awkward. put some papers away like he came with notes. He's genuinely backing up. I was going to say it's a subtle kind of hint that the show's over, but there's nothing subtle about it. So, Dave, you've had enough, have you? Yeah, I'm done. Time okay. for bed. All right. All right. Well, this half an hour behind there in South Australia. We're really tired. (laughs) All right, boys. Well, we've got Ballarat this week. We've got the Crows. Last chance to put a word in before we record again in about three days' time. Well, you go first, Dave, because you'll be gone in a minute. So why don't you you lead us off with your last thoughts? Well, I think uh, there's talk about Brucey coming back. You heard that talk? 
I, I saw that he was if a he, chance in the medical room. Yeah. Big yeah. question though is yep. who do you drop? There's really no one from, I don't think from last week who doesn't hold their spot. I mean, they're pretty competitive. I mean, James O'Donnell. Now, not that he had a bad game, but it's his first game. Does mm. do you bring bring him in for one, then then drop yeah, him? Yeah, that's a bit tough too. Um, he was subbed out. I think he was subbed out at the right time because while he was involved, he wasn't influential. And I think, I mean, he had that banana. I mean, that goes through. That lifts the yeah, roof of the stadium. Yeah, yeah. But at the same so time, I how think, can you can't have a fit Bruce not playing? Surely, mm. not for a you know forty days ago, not on an AFL list kind of player. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, Brucey, anything else, Dave? Uh, I just. Uh... Yeah, just hope that we um, come with the same intensity that we have. Um, last year's memory at Ballarat's not a great one, so I hope we can make up for that. And, um, you know, the Crows are pretty cocky. They're up and about over here, so it'd be good to just uh, knock them down and show them what they're up against. Lovely. Well, apparently they're going to win the grand final. So as old mm-hmm. Foggo or whatever his oh, name oh, is, do oh, they oh, reckon? So oh. I'm excited to head down the highway. I will rug up. It's going to feel like two or worse. It's going to, going to be 11. I'm looking forward it feels – it has a little Western Oval vibe down there. Mm. It has a bit of that local footy ground, lots of standing room. Um, looking forward to that. Looking forward to hearing from Kate and Fred. Definitely. And their take on from the local perspective. And hopefully, hopefully we get a win because we're starting to really cement ourselves in that top eight. And I like that we're the sleeper. Mm. I feel like there's – you know, there's some – Teams putting in some great performances, and where if we win this, we put a bit of a gap between us and uh, sort of you know, you know the seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth kind of position. So, really hope we can get that and just build that momentum. And I'm just I'm loving the even spread. I'm loving the contribution from so many players, and uh, bring on Saturday. Lovely. All right. Well, thank you, Dave. Thank you, Smitty. Thank you, listeners for enduring our Tuesday night recording and it's possible this Ramble. won't even be out until sometime <laughs> on Wednesday. And then, as I said, we'll be all back at it again in about four days' time. We will head to regular scheduling f- again on the weekend. We'll have the podcast out Sunday night or Monday morning. So please do tune in again and hit us up at Western Bulldogs Podcast on Instagram, at West Bulldogs Pod on Twitter. And a final thank you and shout out to Gav and Chubbs for their contributions. We've got the Eddie Murphy song that we can continue to work on. Perhaps Eddie should have done a bit. Out of the time. Out of the time. Eddie could probably have done a bit more work on it before he released it. And we have <laughs> Mbonts. There's a lot of potential for Mbonts. Gav hasn't yes. volunteered to record the whole song, but since we've committed to him recording the whole song, <laughs> we hope he's going to be able to do that. So thank you, Chubbs and Gav. So send them in, listeners. We want to hear. Send I think in. we can get, with this podcast audience, we can get this whole song done. Yes, Much quicker absolutely. than Dave and I doing the, <laughs> doing the, the uh, background music, <laughs> the music work. And, and, and Smitty Guy will work on the uh, copyright laws for us. Yeah, yeah thanks, thanks yeah. Guy. Yeah, no problem. I, I doubt Eddie's listening, uh, and I don't know if uh, – any of the Hanson boys are listening either. Taylor in particular. Uh, shout out to you, Taylor. Hope you are. Big fan. Oh, he's got okay. favourites. He's <laughs> under the gun. Was he on keys? Or was he, oh, was he on the yeah. guitar? Yeah, he was. He was He was keys and, and lead vocals. He was wow. wonderful. Wow. Anyway, moving on. And a final <laughs> apology to my son. I who think has, we learned a lot about everyone tonight. My, 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 my son who has been 
uh, yelling at me through the door to be quiet. So, uh, sorry, yeah. sorry, son. <laughs> Good night, right, everybody. We'll uh, we'll catch you next week. Thank you, everybody. We'll do a very quiet, <laughs> very quiet version. Yeah. One, two, three. Go, go, go dogs. dogs. <laughs> See you, boys. See you next time. Creepy. Week.